This is false and defamatory, the impact of defamation and weaponized social media. Trigger warning. This podcast discusses topics related to emotional abuse, gaslighting, verbal abuse, threatening language, cyberbullying, intimidation tactics, and thoughts of self-harm which may be triggering for some listeners. The content includes descriptions of manipulative behavior, psychological distress, body shaming, online harassment, and other forms of abusive behavior and emotional trauma. Please take care of yourself and consider your mental and emotional state before listening. If you need support or someone to talk to, please seek help from a trusted friend, family member, or mental health professional. Thank you for listening. In the prior episode, we watched some pretty disturbing allegations at the end. And then the defendant shared a story. And as has been her pattern, she announced that she was trying to sell something. And so later that evening, that same evening that she shared those stories, the defendant made the following live video. What I can do is shop on the website, share my sales, share my stuff. That's it. That's the only thing I need to help and pray. Other than that, would y'all pray for me every day? I appreciate it. I got to go back to work so that I can pay for all this. But other than that, I don't need anything. I'm going to be okay. I just have to work. Um... So here's the thing with counter suing. What do you get out of it? No money. She's 23. Uh, I don't, I mean, Crystal sued her last employer and got money from that, but um, that's what she told us. And so I don't, but I think, she, I mean, I'd imagine she used a lot of it to sue me. I don't know. It's, I don't, I can't speculate. What is a lawsuit from Crystal? Uh, it's for defamation. They're suing because I told y'all that um, Crystal had been writing about me on the internet which I still stand by that. And he went to the police with me to tell them that Crystal was writing about me on the internet. So, and then she joined her lawsuit later. Uh, why were there holes in the ceiling? I don't know. If you can tell me, I would love to know that. Why can you not countersue them? You could, you can countersue anybody you want to, but what, you can't squeeze blood out of a turnip, sis. I'm gonna spend a hundred grand and get what, a judgment? I don't need a judgment, I got Jesus. Don't you know her parents? Yes. And I loved her parents. They were my old neighbors, yes. Uh, I don't know what they think. I can't speculate to that. But I hope that they do know that I, when I say I loved her from like the depths of my soul, that I genuinely loved her from the depths of my soul. Like I wanted no bad things for her. There are not a lot of people in the world that I loved the way I loved, for sure. Do it for pain and suffering. No, because you, you don't get anything. Like you're, I'm never going to get anything out of it. And I'm not going to take away from my son. Like the more I have to work, the more money I have to spend on attorneys, the more I have to work. And the more I have to work, the less time I get with my child. And I'd rather spend that time with my child than going to chase pennies or, with these people. I don't give a shit about that. I'm not revengeful at all. I seek no revenge. There's no, I don't need that. I do pray for peace for absolutely. Because I mean, it's got to be. I, I sleep well at night. It's got to be a wild life that you have to live when you have to remember everything you've said. I have to remember nothing I've ever said because everything is the truth. I'll tell you straight up. Good, bad, ugly, you're going to hear it. 
And the thing is, I have been talking about my life on the internet for 10 years. So if I have to stop talking about my life, then that means I stop my job. And if I stop my job, then I can't make any money. And if I can't make any money, then I lose all my belongings and my house and my kid goes to a different school and all that. And like, I'm not willing to do that. So, uh, or when you win this case, make them have to pay for all of your counseling. Honey, how do you make someone pay for something if they don't have anything to pay with? It took me a long time to realize that, too. I was like, no, I'm going to sell them for $100 million. And then you're like, then I got it. Like, what? I'm the only one in all of these people who have anything, a pot to piss in. And my pot's real small right now, but I'm the one who has the power to make that pot as big as I want to. Is he just a narcissist control freak and wanted, is that, I don't know. I don't know. My counselor said I will never be able to rationalize why he does the shit he does because I ain't like that. You're so strong. I hate that you and your son are having to go through this. Thank you. Cannot connect. Yeah, once you connect the dots, you cannot unconnect them. That is true. So did you tell him to get the hell out or did he just say you're crazy and leave? Uh, neither. My son and I left. We moved into a hotel. We just didn't tell y'all. Funny how the trolls knew exactly where I was, exactly what the view looked like outside my hotel room, everything. It was so wild. Like, I did not tell y'all at all we were living in a hotel at all. But they had every bit of the details. Girl, when you put it on paper, it's real. It's so hard and really to see what has been done to you by someone you love and thought loved you. That's the weirdest thing, too, because I guess my biggest regret with all of it is that my kids saw it. And so I wish I had woken up before he had to wake me up, I guess. And then my second regret would be I didn't have any boundaries. So when I saw these red flags, instead of like I was constantly seeking an answer to make it make sense instead of just saying like this is enough i'm done like i'm not doing this anymore oh it's 666 so somebody needs to drop off her ad <laughs> okay good was sending like downloadable packets to his friend was the guy that my son will tell you guys too he has before that he could say he said he's like hacked into everything before and all this kind of stuff and and i've messaged since then and said don't you get involved because i will call all y'all to the carpet i'm not playing he kept telling me the other day that my friends all call him behind my back and stuff and so i'll show you the messages about this too and one of my girlfriends messaged him and was like stop saying that i talk to you like i don't talk to you i don't tell you anything we don't speak at all i do not ever say anything bad about him. and he's like oh i didn't say that she's crazy she's mental blah 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 this and that and my friend wrote him back and was like it's on audio on three different occasions that you said that and he's like, yeah, she's crazy. Like, she just told you that it's on audio three different dates and two in January, one in February, and you're still telling her I'm nuts. But it's like, I don't know. I don't know. What, I don't even believe anything now. I just say, I cannot resonate with your energy, sir. Please do not message me again. That's all I say. Or I give him a black person thumbs up because I think it's freaking hilarious. <laughs> So she starts off this video and she is telling her followers that the way that they can help her is to shop on her website and share her sales and share all of her posts. And that follows her pattern. So she will make these very dramatic video stories, posts, and then she is trying to sell something. And so she does that in order to get the views up and to draw attention to it. And then she comes in with shop my sale. And so that pattern has continued yet again here. Then she talks about countersuing and she is telling all of her followers that there's no use in countersuing because she's the only one that has a pot to piss in. Her pot is just really small, but she is the one who has the power to make it really big. 
And basically she's just saying that we're poor and she's not. And so that it wouldn't benefit her to sue us back. But I would also like to point out that the time frame to file a counterclaim for this has long since passed. It was due 30 days after she filed her answer. So it would have been early 2021 would have been the deadline to file the counterclaim in this suit. She also says that I sued my prior employer. She is referring to my business partner. And she says that I got money from that. And that's probably what I'm using to sue her with. And so she has said multiple times that I am a serial extortionist and that that is my motive. And if that were my motive to sue people and then win money and use that money to sue the next person, that's not a very sustainable business plan. And that does not make any logical or mathematical sense either. In reality, I sued my ex-business partner because we had a breach of contract at the end of our partnership. And this lawsuit with the defendant has nothing to do with that, despite her efforts to drag my ex-business partner into this. She also says she's answering questions from her followers and says that the lawsuit with H&I is because of defamation and that she is only being sued because she told everyone that I had written about her on these hate blogs and that she and H had gone to the police together to tell them that. And she's twisting reality once again, because as you've seen in prior episodes and all of the other documentation and evidence that I provided, the defendant lied to H to get her to go to that police station with her. And so it's a narrative that she says often, but she has actually twisted what actually happened. Then her followers start asking her about the stories that she had posted with the holes in her ceiling. And she acts like she has no earthly idea why there would be holes in her ceiling and acts as if she didn't just accuse her husband of potentially attempting to murder her. And so it's very indicative of how reckless she is with what she says and negligent she is with what she says, because she will just say things flippantly and then just act like it's no big deal. And she has been making some very serious allegations and accusations. And thus far at the point in time that we are in the podcast and the lawsuit, she has not had any consequence to that yet. And so she continues. She talks about H's parents and how much she loved H and H's parents and that there's not a lot of people that she loves the way that she loved H. She also said she doesn't have to remember anything that she has ever said. And I would like to point out that in her sworn deposition, there were oftentimes where she could not recall if she had made a statement. And in her request for admissions, the answer to a decent number of requests were that she couldn't recall and she couldn't find the video footage to know if she had answered that or not. And often she will say something in a story, a video, a post, and then she will forget that she said it. And so here she's saying, I don't ever have to worry about that. I can remember everything I've ever said. But in reality, that's not the case. She also said that the reason she doesn't have to remember everything is because it is the truth. And so she goes back and forth from saying that and presenting every single thing that she's saying as fact. And then she'll say, oh, well, that's just my opinion. And you just can't have it both ways. She also talks about how it's her job to talk about her life. And that's how she makes money. And she has used defamation for profit for some time. And that is not a legitimate way to earn money. And there are plenty of people, creators, business owners who operate an internet business without defaming people. So this notion that this is her job to get online and talk about me, talk about age, talk about her husband 
and that's the only way that she can make money is quite ludicrous because there are plenty of other ways that someone could make money and earn a living. She also talks about how she and her son left and they had went to live in a hotel and funny how the trolls knew where she was and what the view looked like. And I'm not really sure what she is referring to there, but if she escaped with her son, theoretically, she would have left and gone somewhere that her husband didn't know where they were. And so if she's implying that the information that's written on the internet is inside information, who would know that? And so it just doesn't make sense. And it's another inconsistency in her story. Some of the comments on this live video are as follows. A follower says, seriously, where are these troll blogs? I want to bully someone today. Another follower says, have you put a protection order in place? Things are getting crazier. It just may be a piece of paper, but if he crosses a line, it's there. So her followers literally think that her husband is a true danger to her because she alone fabricated that narrative. Another follower says, why'd she sue her last employer? Talking about me and the defendant does answer to a degree. She answers that I did. She didn't say why or anything. And then another follower comments and says, y'all counter suing is counterproductive. They don't have profanity. So she has taken the defendant's narrative and is repeating it back in this comment. Another follower says, he was probably spying, trying to prove that you were talking about H and Crystal. And another follower says, girl, he will fall apart on the stand. Remember that narcissists and liars forget what lie they told and to whom it will all unravel watch and see can we all come to trial and wear defendant support tees and i would like to echo the sentiment of that follower that does happen people who lie cannot keep their lies straight and it does come back in the end and their lies start to unravel. And then on that same day the defendant shares the event for her warehouse sale and so she has made this series of stories. It's very disturbing. She has gotten everyone's attention. She is selling her box item. And now she is also coming in and saying, oh, by the way, come to my warehouse sale that is coming up soon. By this point in time, with everything that had transpired in recent days and weeks, I was very frustrated. I was also frustrated because my deposition had been rescheduled and I sent another recap to my attorneys. And I just said, I've decided the defendant's new strategy is to try and make my life such a living hell that I will drop the lawsuit. And I ended it with, this is humiliating. She will not stop. My hope is that maybe can get an emergency hearing because she is disparaging him and it's impacting the child because it seems like we can't do anything about it in my case. Then on March the 26th of 2022, one of the defendant's followers posted in one of her social media Facebook groups and says, I just wanted to share that my son and I went to Sam's Club today and I was wearing a defendant's company shirt and a worker working in the meat department in the back came running and said, I love your shirt and I love the defendant also. Just remember defendant, everyone has your back. We are all praying for you. Remember spread happiness and love. Have a happy Friday, friends. And then someone comments and says, we need shirts that say defendant's army or something like that. And so I just wanted to point that out. Once again, this is in my community. That is the Sam's Club that my family would go to. And so that is just embarrassing because truly, no matter where I go, I would have to wonder, is someone looking at me and realizing who I am? And are they taking a picture of me or are they reporting back to the defendant? Is this going to wind up on the internet where she is defaming me even further? And so it was just really disturbing to see things like that. 
On March the 29th of 2022, the defendant makes a Facebook post and towards the end, she says, P.S. It's just so peaceful. I cooked dinner tonight for my friends. My baby is doing his homework and I'm relaxing on the couch. I'm supposed to be doing a bunch of case stuff for my attorneys tomorrow, but instead I'm relaxing. It's just so peaceful. So she constantly says how she's going to fight back. And she always says how she needs to go and work on case stuff and she needs to put her timeline together. She just went on a cruise so that the entire cruise could be devoted to her putting her timeline together. And once again, she's saying that she needs to work on stuff for her attorneys, but she's relaxing instead. Then on March the 29th of 2022, the defendant makes the following live video. Is a Europe ship a cruise? Yes. Uh, we leave from Rome to Barcelona. I'm hoping we don't have any problems on, you know, with baby daddy, but just pray. I just wish we could just co-parent. God, I would literally move mountains if we could just get along, you know? I just want to go over there and be like, will you sit down with me and talk to me and just, like, tell me what is wrong, what is hurting you? Let me, like, I was your best friend for 16 years. Just let me help you. I think he has someone chirping in his ear right now. That sucks. You know, you never want to, like, shake someone and be like, what is wrong with you? Just talk. All the crazy stuff. Uh, can I elaborate on what it was that initially tipped me off that things were awry? Uh, every detail of my life that I wasn't telling y'all was ending up on the internet. And then the nail in the coffin was whenever I found out that people that were supposedly going to vouch were the same people that were suing me for a million dollars for something I didn't do. They try. I don't know. I'm not the first. Uh, uh, one of them sued their last employer too, so I'm not the first person. Although, I did see yesterday, looks like Reddit took my whole thread down. Even the private stuff. Very exciting. So exciting. Nobody's going to be, like, saying horrible things about our private life that you would not know if you did not live in my home. Mm, so nice. I didn't even ask for that. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. I could be wrong, but so far from what I can see, I can't see it. And my kid hasn't had anything texted or, or not texted, uh, DM to him in a very long time. Thank you, Jesus, for that. I will tell you, some people have come out of the woodworks lately. His best friend texted me the other day telling me he's not team. And I was just like, please don't text me. I do not care what you have to say. I think it's because his wife owns an internet business and they don't want to be like discussed. But also don't do the dumb thing you do and you won't be discussed at the end of the day i just can't believe that before all this madness started like i was on the ink mag ink 5000 ink magazine five God, i can't talk ink 5000 list of america's fastest growing companies and then everything like went to in a matter of a year like you hire one wrong person and everything will just fall apart oh god it's just been a nightmare ever since but i'll tell you i feel like the nightmare is like coming to a close i don't have any proof that the nightmare is coming to a close at all <laughs> but i do feel like it's gonna get better at the end of the day, as long as I can sit down and tell you guys everything that happened from beginning to end, that's like the most important part for me. So in this clip, she is saying that every detail of her life that she was not telling the internet was winding up on the internet. Same song and dance. And most of the stuff is public record, speculation, or it came out of her own mouth. And she also repeats the narrative that the nail in the coffin was the people who were suing her for a million dollars wound up on her husband's witness list. Once again, she was accusing him of working with us. Logic would suggest that that's why we were on his witness list, but she says it like it's this huge smoking gun.
And then she also brings in the part about that I had been in a prior lawsuit. So she's just trying to perpetuate that this is a regular thing for me, that this is just something that I do. And then she said that she just found out that Reddit took her stuff down. And I'm not really sure what she is referring to. I'm not aware of anything that happened. And so I'm not sure if she's referring to the threads being removed from public view back in late January, early February, or what she's really referring to there. But She brings in that no one has messaged her son recently, some horrible things. And once again, none of that was ever produced. So it's just something that she says, but I'm not aware of any messages, nor have I ever messaged her son anything derogatory. Then at some point she is responding to someone and basically says, don't do the dumb profanity you do and you won't be discussed. And so she is saying that as a threat to someone and she's implying that if you talk poorly about her on the internet, or if you talk poorly about her period, or she suspects that you're going to talk poorly about her, that she will discuss you on her social media. And that's a pattern that she has had. So it's a known pattern that if she has any sort of issue with you, that she will talk about you on her social media. And then she talks about her Inc. 5000 win again. And she says, you hire one wrong person and everything goes downhill. But the most important thing to her is that she is able to tell everyone what happened. And so It's already been evidenced that she doesn't really respect the law or the retraction letters or anything like that, that her court is public opinion. She changes her story from reality and in her sworn deposition to what she tells her internet followers. So her internet followers are the most important to her. And so she says here, the most important thing to her is that she's able to tell her followers everything. Then a few days later on March 31st of 2022, she makes the following live video. It looks like you're working with her. Well, I kept being told I'm crazy and I would never do that. And I wish he would just come out and admit what he's done so that like he can save me time and money because it's going to take from both of us for me to keep trying to. Also, it's very hard because even with um, cyber stuff, like you can prove that it's that person's computer. You can prove that they're the only person home, but you have to be able to prove that they're the person sitting at the computer. So annoying. But I don't encourage you guys to ever do stuff like this because it's disgusting. Um, Because I can prove, like, that computer. I can prove that's the only person logged in. I can prove that's the only person that was home. But I can't. I have to be able to prove that that person was touching the key. And that's difficult. Except for in a civil court, you don't have to prove none of that. It's just 51% preponderance of evidence. Is there a 51% chance it could be that person? Yep. But then again, but I don't want the civil, a civil case is whenever you, you're suing somebody for money and it's already my money. So I ain't trying to sue for no money, either any of them. I don't need their money because they ain't got, let's be honest. I want people to pay the price in, in a criminal court because to me, when you do something like you shouldn't, listen, I will tell you every bad thing I've done. I stole from Kmart when I was 15. I'll never do that shit again in my life. I promise you I will not do that again. Oh my God. But I ain't never done nothing illegal after that. I speed on the freeway. I never stole from nobody. I never done nothing deceitful. The worst thing I ever did in my life. Literally, I know exactly what that is and has to do with deer meat in the freezer. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But how do you do that without the video? Oh, you know, uh, well, I, right now we're trying to get a bunch of footage back. So I've hired an assistant, like a cyber assistant, like a virtual assistant, I guess it's called, to go through some footage. I got a bunch of footage back from my ring cameras. 
So I can prove like the camera's being turned around. I can prove the camera's being turned off. I can I can prove the camera's being hacked into. I can prove uh, the camera's being out accessed remotely. Um, you just in court, you have to be able to prove what the person did with the information, I guess. So like civil case, slam dunk. Like I'd get all my money back, but. Like, it's a lot. It's expensive to go through a civil trial, too, because the lawyers ain't going to, I mean, they're going to, you know, try to drain as much out of it as they can. I should just go to law school, but that shit's going to take too long. I wish I knew a, a lawyer that wasn't trying to drain me financially, but I don't know one. Hold on. Let me go back. I have a friend that did IT work for the White House. Oh, well, you can send me a message. And you think logins would help, but they do not. I will send my story to Kim Gay. I know. I don't want to build it back. And like every piece of evidence that I find, like finding that text message that said there was 80 grand in my safe in September of 2020, like it makes me feel good because that means that the number I'm saying today was still the number I was saying then, you know, like further backs up what I've said all along. But also it just makes it more real too, you know, like it just, I don't know. As long as he knows and she knows that I will never stop talking about this or stop trying to pursue justice. So you can either tell the truth or I'm just going to spend every dollar I ever make ever and I'll go get 10 more jobs until I can officially prove everything I've said. So, you know, that's just it. So we can either tell the truth about what you did or... You can just deal with me talking about it forever and showing little bits of proof that just make it not where you can't undo it. And we need to pray that either people decide to come clean <clears throat> or uh, that the judge can figure out on her own that I'm not joking about this stuff and that it really happened and that it was incredibly traumatic and that it's still happening and that she can say, I'm not rewarding this horrid behavior. We got to see. But if not, and none of that works out, then it's okay. We're going to be okay then too. We are strong and we're going to get through this and going through this process too. Because I mean like, oh my God, I don't want to tell anybody my story. Are you kidding? They're going to be like, wow, she's crazy or something. You know, it sounds nuts till you, till I whoop out my binders and you're like, who the is not playing? So she starts this clip out and she is saying that she was telling her husband that it looks like that. He was working with us and he was saying, no, that's crazy. Why would I ever do that? And she is confused as to why he won't just admit it. And so she says throughout this clip, why can't you just tell me what you did? And the reason that no one is confessing to what she is saying is because nobody did those things. Nobody did them. She invented it in her brain. No one did those things. And so she has said, well, then I'm just going to keep talking about it if nobody's going to confess. And she even said, and show little bits of proof. Well, once again, you're in a lawsuit right now. When this video was created, she was in a lawsuit. So the time to show her proof and her receipts would have been in that lawsuit. She was requested with documents called request for production. And she had an ongoing obligation to supplement that and send any proof that she had. The reality is she has no proof. That's why she couldn't submit it. But she has said that she is going to continue to talk about, and I believe that she will because she hasn't stopped yet. She talks about how she has to prove that with cyber stuff that the person was sitting at the computer. And so she's working to be able to prove that. But she said with civil stuff, it's a slam dunk. You just have to have a 51% preponderance of evidence that, and then she looks at the camera and kind of smirks. Is there a 51% chance that this person did this? And so that's seemingly what she's thinking is going to happen when we get to trial. 
that she doesn't actually have to prove everything. She just has to convince everyone that there's a 51% chance that I did all of these things. But that's not in reality how a trial in a court proceeding works. She does say that she wants people to pay a price in a criminal court. So she has already been told numerous times that no crimes have been committed, but she still makes the criminal allegations. She also said she hired a virtual assistant to go through a bunch of Ring camera footage. And I would like to point out, nothing was ever turned over from Ring. She makes a comment about lawyers trying to financially drain her. And I've pointed this out before, but the only reason, the only reason that the defendant's legal bills were so extensive is because she would not stop defaming us. Every time she would get online, so every single video and post that we have reviewed in this entire podcast, all of the attorneys had to review it. And I'm sure that it did drive up her legal fees because when an attorney has to review that, they are going to charge you by the hour. So if she just would have stopped talking, then her attorney's fees would not have been so high. So she is complaining here that her attorneys were trying to financially drain her when in reality, It's her own doing that was financially draining her. Also, she already fired one attorney and has had to start over with another attorney. And so that also increases her legal fees. And so the only reason her legal fees are so high is only because of her own behavior. She also says that she wishes that someone would come clean. And then she says, ahem, and then she says H. And she makes that statement again later. And during her deposition, and I pointed this out during the deposition, it was very clear that she was trying to appeal to H. And I do believe that she was trying to love bomb her and get her to, I don't know, turn on me and now maybe turn on us because now she has looped her husband into this. But the reality is there's nothing for H to come clean about. None of us did these things. And so she is saying this as if, that will help her. Otherwise, the judge is going to have to figure it out on her own. But in reality, she made these lies up. So no one is going to confess to them or admit to them or confess anything because none of us did any of the things that she has said that we did. Then at the end, she says that she doesn't want to tell anybody her story because people might think that she's crazy. But they'll only think she's crazy until she whips out her binders. And once again, no binders were ever turned over in our case. She did show herself making a bunch of binders. However, nothing additional was ever turned over. Among the comments in this live video, someone says, did you find a forensic person to get some proof for you? And then another person says, I have a friend that did IT work for the White House. Let me know if you need him. So her followers are still following along with her narrative. And this person is even offering up a White House contact to help the defendant. Then on April the 1st of 2022, I was driving home. Again, I've lived here now for almost 19 years and my home is 0.3 miles from the defendant's warehouse. But I was driving home and on the road that I take heading home, I do pass the driveway to the defendant's warehouse. And on this particular day, she happened to be pulling out as I was driving by. And I was actually on the phone with Laura, who you heard from in a prior episode. And when that happened, I told her, I said, I just saw the defendant guarantee she's going to make a post about this, a story about this or something. 
And like clockwork, on April the 1st of 2022, the defendant makes the following Instagram story. Just want to say a huge shout out to my friends for coming to help me. I just saw Crystal as I was leaving the warehouse. It was so gross. <laughs> Anyways, I know she lives a mile from my warehouse. I know. God, you can't escape it. My husband lives a mile from me the other way. I ain't moving. Anyways, um, <laughs> thank you to all my friends who showed up to help me uh, get through these orders. There's so many of them. So I'm going to go home and work on more of my case stuff and chill for a little bit, hang out, chill out for a little while. So she's still driving when she makes this Instagram story. So presumably she had just seen me and decided to go on and make a story. And she says that I live in the neighborhood of her warehouse and she's not leaving. But I would like to remind everyone that the defendant has accused me of stalking her. She has said in the past that she was afraid because the windows in her home all, were all at the back of her home and that people could see in. And so she had this entire stalking narrative. And then she sees me and just makes a video about it and says, I'm not moving. If you were somewhere and you were being stalked and you saw your stalker, logically, you would think that that would scare you just a little bit. Or you might consider moving your warehouse if someone who was truly stalking you lived a mile from your warehouse. But that's not the case here. And no one seems to catch on to that either. But it was equally, if not more disturbing for me to see her than it was for her to see me. Again, I've lived here for almost 19 years now. And she has only been here with her warehouse for several years, but certainly nowhere near 19 years. And so it is always something that I still look for to this day. Whenever I'm driving down that road, there is a sense of dread that comes over me when I approach that driveway. And at this moment in time, she still has her warehouse there. And that is just a reality that I live with. Then on that same day, the defendant makes a Facebook post. And in this Facebook post, she says, look at the date, years of hell. And then she posts a screenshot of a text that she had sent to her friends. And then she writes again, look at the date, 15 days after Crystal left. I'll stop talking about it when someone starts protecting me from this. And in this text, she says, he is in her son's room. There is $80,000 in my safe. And then she gives the password to her friends. If something happens to me, take my phone. Then she gives her phone password. He keeps telling me I'm crazy and that he does enough and that I make more mistakes than he does. So I'm going to ignore him. But if something happens to me, he did it. There are probably 50 guns in this house, all loaded, one in his nightstand. He's definitely talking about her to her son because they stopped talking when I walked in and that's okay. I'm ignoring him. I took his phone and he freaked out and pushed me against the wall to get it back. He said he didn't want me to have control of his phone. IDK what that means. I never do anything to his phone. That is weird, but whatever. If he has a girlfriend, bye, boy, bye. Leave the kid, take the dog, but just know if I die, her husband, she lists his full name, did it or had it done, no joke. I'm going to delete this message. And then interestingly, nobody responds to that that evening, but the next day, about 12 hours later, one of her friends did text back and say, are you okay? The defendant commented on her own post and says, he is welcome to refute anything I say, but I'm not going to continue to feel like something may happen and the police won't do 
do anything because I have physical proof. So maybe my timeline will make sense for someone someday. I wish I would have never gone back in 2017. And here she's referencing the first time that they had filed for divorce. And once again, very serious allegation. And she made this, this is a public post on Facebook. You can see the globe noting that it is public. So she is publicly once again, alleging that if anything happens to her, that her husband did it. And she shared this publicly. Then on April the 11th of 2022, the defendant makes another live video still talking about this most recent narrative. And since she has started looping her husband into this narrative, sometimes it's difficult to understand if she's talking about us or if she is talking about her husband. It is all very convoluted, but she makes the following live video. Did you find out if it's illegal to track a person? So here's the thing with tracking people. Even if you can find the tracker in the vehicle or the bug, you have to prove who put it there. And that's very difficult to do. So while I may not be able to prove who put it there, I can talk about it being there. And that's good enough for me. As long as I can tell you guys what happened, that's literally the only thing I care about. I was thinking today that they were gonna try, that they were going to try and Brittany you. I don't get it, make you seem nuts. Oh yeah, you can't do that though. You could work, but they could control your money. Yeah, they wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, I mean, clearly I'm not like Britney Spears, so yeah. And I'm the only one with proof in this situation because I didn't do anything on the other side. Like I'm not calling, I don't text, I don't write emails, I don't drive by, I don't do any of that stuff. I don't drive through the neighborhood, I don't sit in front of anybody's house. I don't hack into emails. I've never broken into a phone, hacked into an email, bugged a car, tracked a car, taken away anything, spent any money, not recorded. I've never done any of those things stuff was making it on the internet that it was not being said outside my home like even after the employee thing so it just didn't make sense like how did they know exactly these details that nobody else knew in the whole world and instead of trying to help me figure out how they would know because I never looked at him he just like when the cop said my attorney said I've never had somebody need their house swept for bugs more than you and he was adamant that we not do that so that was obviously red flag please don't be alone I know I'm about to leave don't worry the first red flag was uh, um, the very first red flag was in 2017 when I asked if he would sign a piece of paper saying that he would not take any money from me. He didn't earn and he said no. That was the first red flag. And then the frivolous spending, the frivolous business spending, um, overvaluating my inventory all the time. That was a huge red flag, but I didn't really understand how that stuff worked. We'll talk about that again later, but that kind of thing, like um never giving me like a solid budget my, everybody will tell you the number one question i always asked was how much money do i need to make every day if you can just tell me that number so i can stop working at that point and just enjoy my day and so i never got that number but if i got that number i would have control and so there was a lack of that uh later on the red flags were like when i told him about the lawsuit he did not have a reaction at all and i thought that was very very weird uh like nothing, no reaction whatsoever. And then like the demeanor kind of changed. Like it went from being like sweet to kind of like always making fun of me or always like pointing out all the things I did wrong. And I'm like, and I'm like bending over backwards here, like to do everything, you know, like you want to go to Africa? We're in a $14,000 flight to go to Africa. We're, and then we go there and he shoots like eight animals and we're building a house and so just like red flags like that like that doesn't make any sense why would you want to spend all that but then i was just like whatever he wants let me do it so which i'm way smarter than that now now i'm like no i should have shot what i wanted to shot shoot and i should have given him a budget but it's hard when you love somebody because you don't think of 
of it that way. You think of it like you're just doing something nice for someone. And then later on, the red flags. I mean, there was just so much stuff that did not make sense. Like, it was at the point where every day I would say, make this make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, there's no... I mean, the general consensus of the population is everybody thought, like, he's just too ignorant to come up with all this stuff, so he has to be just very gullible. Like, I used to say, you're either guilty or dumb. And he was very guilty and not dumb. I was very dumb. If they're watching now, they know you're alone there. My neighbor's here. He knows I'm here, too. So in the beginning of these clips, she is talking about a tracker that she found in her car and that she has to be able to prove who put it there. And she also says that she's not the one doing any of this. She's just the one that has all of the proof. And she specifically says that she's never tracked anybody's car. And while I was working for her, one time I was at her home. She had us there decorating for a party that she was going to throw. And I picked some things up that were in a chair and underneath it, there was an Amazon package. And so I handed it to her and she's like, oh, that's a tracker I bought. She was going to track her family member's car that lived with her. And so I think it's interesting because she will often say that she's not doing anything and she will list specifically what she's not doing, but that is actually something that she is either actively doing or has done. And so While I worked for her, I did have knowledge that the defendant had purchased a tracker to track someone's car and that she had plans to track her family member's car. I don't know if that ever happened, but that is one instance that I'm aware of with the defendant and a car tracker. Again, she says, as long as I can tell you guys what happened, that's all I care about. Her court is public opinion. That is established. She is admitting here there were things winding up on the internet, specific details after the employee thing. So she's saying after H and I left, there were still things winding up on this blog that she considered inside information. And so she would start saying to her husband, like, make it make sense. And so she's saying that that was a red flag for her. Once again, almost everything that I have ever seen posted about her on the internet is either public record speculation, an opinion, or something that has come out of the defendant's own mouth. She talks about how the police and the attorneys said that no other client ever needed their home swept for bugs more than her. And she says that often. And I do think it's interesting because she did fire that attorney. And so if she thought that that was such great advice, uh, it is unclear why she fired them, but she does bring that statement up quite a bit. So she says that the reason that they almost got divorced before was because she asked her husband to sign a piece of paper that he would never take more money than what he earned. And that is what she told me when I worked for her. That is a story that she did tell me. And then she goes into how her husband was spending frivolously. And I never, ever, ever witnessed her husband spending frivolously. On many occasions, I witnessed the defendant spending frivolously. And I actually warned her about that. And she also says that her husband would never give her a budget because if she had a budget, then she would have control and that no one would ever give her a budget. And she was always asking for it. Not only did I give her reports and budgets at length, also I have a text message from the defendant where she sent me one of the budgets that her husband gave to her. So I know that I was giving her budgets and I also have documented proof that her husband was giving her budgets. And so when she gets in front of her internet followers, she just tells whatever story fits her narrative that day. So it doesn't really match reality a lot of times. 
She talks about how the demeanor of her husband changed. And once again, I can only speculate as to what happened in their home and in their marriage. I can only imagine what would happen if my spouse was accusing me of something that I knew for a fact was not true. And so she's talking about his demeanor changing. And to me, that makes sense because if she's accusing him of things and he knows that they're not true and she just keeps going and going. And at one point she says every single day she would ask him, that would make, I think, anybody's demeanor change towards that person. How could he not have a reaction that's so weird? You'd think you'd care if he had stake in the company, if you're being sued as well. That is correct. You'd have some kind of reaction to that. Unless you knew what was going to happen with that lawsuit. Good Lord. Yeah. And like we were talking about the other day, like what made him wait from July when the house finally closed? Because you guys don't know this, but my house didn't close. I didn't talk about this, but all those details were on the internet too until June of 2021. And so, but he didn't file again. I didn't even know. I found out on the internet until November, but I guess so that he could have a job for a couple months to look like he was saving up some money for a divorce. I don't know. He definitely... Use the money from the safe. But you'll never know that either because the attorney's never going to tell us where he gets the money from. You know, I just know there's $80,000 missing from my safe. And my husband at the time made $100 per paycheck. So how the hell can you afford all this? I don't know. Now, no, we're both being sued still. And they're still on his witness list. Again, doesn't make a lot of sense, does it? No. I'm new here. Did he do my financials? Yes. He did. I didn't do any of them. I didn't know nothing. But I did call the bank in March and shut everything down and say, something's not right. I don't know what the f*** he's doing, but it ain't right. And I ain't signing nothing. Can I ask why you're having to sell your home if you don't want to? Because um, it's worth like a more than a million dollars more than what I owe. And he wants the equity. But if I can come up with the equity, I won't have to sell my house. Mm, yes, I'll save the life. So, uh, yeah, the whole thing with the equity situation is you have to pay your spouse in Texas 50%. doesn't matter where it comes from. Here, I'm just going to leave because now you're making me think, like, of course, I don't want to stay here. <laughs> um, but in Texas, you have to um, pay 50% of any community value. So... Although there was no, somehow there was miraculously very little value in my bank account after all these years, which is so weird where it just goes, I don't know. Just know if something happened to me, 100% he did it. No coincidences. I love my life. I've never done anything to hurt myself. So just please know, no matter what it looks like, I can't believe I have enough to say that. We're both pushing me to talk to again. And I'm so glad I did too, because I just, I love like there's very few people in the world that I love the way I love her. Like, it's just different. Like, I'll do anything in the world for her. And I'm so sorry that I ever believed anybody, especially crazy who told me that she wanted to do anything else but the best for my business. And I know that's just, I know she definitely wants the best for my business. It's so stupid. The justice system is the most f***ed up thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's so bad. They do not, they give the criminals the chance before they help the victims a hundred percent and i hate even saying the word victim but it's all about rehabbing people and not it's all about helping the criminal get better and not like helping the victim stay safe stay safe so it's disgusting it's absolutely atrocious Ugh. like i even looked up like how to be a judge because it just cannot be okay
In the beginning of this clip, she goes over her narrative again, how it's just so weird that he didn't have a reaction because if he's being sued also. And so if you had a stake in the company, you would have some sort of reaction unless you knew it was going to happen with that lawsuit. And once again, that makes zero logical or mathematical sense because voluntarily working with someone to sue your spouse while you're married to them so that you could somehow benefit monetarily, it, it doesn't make any sense. And it seems like people are asking that question. And she just is like, yeah, I don't know. Wouldn't you think? And, but her followers know that they better not say something that could be perceived as negative because then she'll go on the attack. She says that she's going to say some details. And she's like, I've never said these details on the internet before about her home and that it didn't close. But in two prior videos that we have watched in recent episodes, she says that exact same sentence that she hasn't talked about these details before, but that her house didn't close until the summer of 2021. And so she's saying it again and she's saying that, but the details were on the internet. And so number one, those details were public record, but number two, she is now, this is the third time that she has said it. And this is the third time that she has said that she has never said it before. And so oftentimes the defendant will say something, not recall that she said it, and then accuse inside information of being leaked online. She says again that she called the bank in March and told them that something weird was going on and stop everything, that she wasn't going to sign anything until somebody told her what was going on. And it's disturbing that she would put her finances in jeopardy over a conspiracy theory that she created. But that is seemingly what she did. She repeats again, if anything happens to me, 100% he did it. This is such a disturbing allegation. And she says it over and over and over again. And her followers are commenting on this video that they are afraid for her safety and that she's at this warehouse alone and that they want her to stay on the live video with them until she gets home safe. And so not only is she saying these extremely horrifyingly disturbing things about her husband and the accusations that he might murder her, but her followers are believing it. And I would like to say her husband previously was a very large part of her social media presence and they were very used to him and his personality. He was always very friendly. When I worked with him, he was very friendly. He basically did whatever she wanted whenever she wanted him to do it. And so this narrative is such a 180 of what his personality really truly is and what was shown on social media and what was shown on social media was very accurate as to what I saw behind the scenes. And so the fact that he could go from this beloved part of her life and people were used to seeing him interact with her and seeing their dynamic and his personality to go to believing that he's capable of murder is just wild to me. But the defendant knows that she knows that she can incite her followers, no matter how crazy the story that she tells. Then she starts talking about this former employee. This is the employee that she was talking poorly about at this dinner that we had. And now she, the narrative has been that H or I, or both of us are the reason that she and this employee no longer worked together. And that's not the case, but she makes a statement and says, how much she loves her. And there's not a lot of people that she loves the way that she loves this person. And I would just like to point out that that is the exact same sentence that she said about H earlier in this episode. And it's just kind of a weird correlation. And what I would consider an unnatural attachment to 
both of these girls. And then in the last portion of her live video, she says that the justice system is just really flawed and that she has even looked at how to be a judge. And so she has started setting up this narrative about what you know, what you can prove are two different things. And so now she's doubling down and saying how horrible our justice system is to the point to where she even looked up how to be a judge. Then on April 14th of 2022, the defendant made another live video. The second time I didn't just say how to get a job or to stop putting my money in the bank and then look what happened. We're all hell broke this. Uh, he can't be that smart. Yeah. You, that's what I said for a year, two years, sis. You've done so much investigating and he has no clue. Oops. How much? You got no, I promise you he has no clue. The PDF files with your phone bill should be fun. We watched you build this house for 10 years. You did. And you're about to watch me take that right back. So in this short clip, she is talking about how she stopped putting her money in their bank account or something. And that caused a problem. But then she's reading comments. And so her followers are saying he can't be that smart. And you've done so much investigating. He has no clue how much you have. And so they are following along with her narrative. And then one of her followers says the PDF of the phone bill should be fun. And if she's insinuating to look for correspondence between her husband and I or her husband and H and I, there is nothing. But she looks into the camera and smirks. And so this is another intimidation tactic where she's trying to make me, H, her husband, I'm not really sure, think that she has some evidence in this phone records. And once again, I knew that there was nothing. This was never a concern to me. My concern are the comments. And among the comments, someone says, guys, defendant sometimes says the same story more than once. It's always the exact same story. She couldn't keep it up if they were lies. Hashtag the truth will set you free. And that is disturbing because she really does have her followers believing all of her lies. And that is just astounding to me. Once again, this is my community. These people are my neighbors. They are at my son's school. It's just disturbing. Another follower says, what's going to happen when you win the H and Crystal case? Like, are they going to be punished for what they did? And then someone else says, do H and Crystal leave you alone? Or do you still have to deal with those crazies BS? And so... Once again, her followers know the narrative and they are following along and asking questions accordingly. She also makes a comment in that clip. She's reading a follower comment where they're saying, we watched you build that mansion or that house. And she goes, and you're about to watch me take it right back. And so I just want to point that out at this point in time. Then on April the 15th, she makes another live video. I don't know. Hopefully I find those. Stacy works here. Ask him why the trolls are on his witness list when they made fun of your child online. True that. And sent my kid the posts. And sent my kid the post. And we used to talk about it. Not to judge, like, she ain't stupid. She might think I talk too much on the internet, but that's what built that house you want money from. So, can't really complain now, home slice. Here's the thing. I'd love to sit down and, like, make a graphic. And this can take me, like, three hours to make the graphic and, like, put link all the shit. The problem is I have to pack orders. And I'm not saying that, like, you should feel bad for me. But I'm saying, like, this one lady out of 5,000 orders that I've had this week messaged me yesterday. And she shopped four times in 2021. She was like, I'm a pissed off customer. She lives two streets from the warehouse. Hi. And she was, like, so angry because she didn't get her box yet. And I'm like, ma'am, I promise I'm trying as hard as I can. Like, literally, I worked, like, 17 hours yesterday. Then I came home, worked all night long on my phone until I literally could I was falling asleep with the phone in my hand. Didn't even put the phone on the charger last night. But it just takes, like, one person yelling at me, even though 5,000 people are so nice, for me to be like, oh, God, I feel like I'm doing a horrible job. So just please be patient. I'm doing the best I can, I promise. Um... And I'm also fighting a huge lawsuit I shouldn't be in, plus a huge divorce with my ex-husband. So just be patient with me. 
when all my money disappeared, every dollar of it. But I'm still positive about it because I'll get it all back somehow. I'll make it back if I have to. That's the difference. I don't need him to pay me back because he ain't got So I'll make it back. So I have to make a bunch of money if I want to save my house or if I want to continue my business or grow my business. But then if you make too much money, then you got to pay for his shit too. So it's like you're like chasing your own tail all the time. But whatever. At this point, I'm just going to do me and whatever the judge says, I'll take it. But I'm not shutting up. So she starts this clip by reading a comment from a follower saying, ask him why the trolls are on his witness list. And so she has perpetuated this narrative. Her followers are following along and now are repeating that narrative back to her. She makes a comment about talking too much on the internet. And then she says, but that's what built that house you want the money from. And so she is saying this narrative that she only makes money because she talks about stuff on the internet. So why should she shut up now? Why should she not be saying the things that she's saying? Because that's what makes the money. Once again, defamation for profit. There are all kinds of other ways that people have found to make money on the internet without defaming people. Then she talks about this customer message who messaged her and wanted to know where their order was. And so she goes on this long tangent. She mentions this customer by name and says, you know, please be patient with me. I have all this going on. I have this lawsuit. I have this divorce. All my money disappeared. I'm having to pay for all of this stuff attacking this customer for just wanting to know where her order was. And so that's a pretty customary. Honestly, this was pretty mild compared to how she has spoken to and about other customers, but that's just one example. Also, this customer didn't even comment on this video. This customer had sent her a message otherwise, and she's bringing it up on this video and saying that out of the 5,000 nice people, she's still going to focus on this one negative one. And she also said that customer's location. And so per usual, she is unhappy with a comment that someone has made. And so she is going to drag them on the internet and give identifying information about that person. The thing is, this isn't the only time that she has done that with a customer. And there have been many stories that I have seen written on Reddit. That is the same story for other customers, that she has said something negative about that customer publicly. And so that pattern has also continued here. Then she talks about how she can make a bunch of money, but if she makes too much money, then she has to pay for all of her husband's stuff too. But she's wanting to get her house back or something. And then she says, but I'm not shutting up. And the interesting thing with that is, is she says that she's not going to shut up while she's talking about how much money she's going to have to make. And the actual reason that she's having to make so much money is because she won't shut up. So if she would just stop perpetuating this false and defamatory narrative, she wouldn't need to make all of that money to pay for all of these attorneys and fight back. On the comments of this live video, someone says, I'm pretty sure you'll win the case. You have all the evidence and receipts. And then someone else says, you said you can't officially be divorced until after the troll trial. And I do want to bring up that that is an accurate statement. So because there was a lawsuit filed while they were married, their divorce could not be finaled until my trial was over, because if there was a judgment against the defendant, that would be a consideration in dividing assets and finances in the marriage. And so the defendant has talked about that, and that is a true statement. And so we did have to get through our trial before the divorce could be final. Also, she makes a story, an Instagram story on that same day. I don't think I've ever had that many people watch my stories in my entire life. Like I only have 27,000 followers and I think 15,000 people watch my stories. <laughs> 
So in this very short Instagram story, she is just commenting on the amount of people that are watching her stories and laughing hysterically. So the reason that there are so many people tuning in now is because of this latest narrative. And she is accusing her husband that he may potentially murder her and that we are in cahoots with him. And so she knows exactly what she's doing. And she's laughing hysterically about it, that so many people are seeing what she is saying now. That same day, a GoFundMe was created for the defendant. And this got to be a little bit controversial because there were many versions of this GoFundMe in a very short amount of time. In a matter of hours, there were changes made to this GoFundMe. The original GoFundMe was for $650,000. And the title says, Defendant and Her Son Save Their Home. So the defendant in recent videos has been talking about fighting back and kind of alluding to wanting to get her house back. And so now it seems that she has started a GoFundMe in order to save her home for $650,000. And it says that that the defendant is the organizer of this fundraiser. And in the description, it says, our friend needs our help. Between lawyer fees and divorce fees, she must continue to pay for expenses that aren't hers and is being drained financially. Defendant started her company from scratch. She wanted to help women create a community where everyone feels good about themselves. She started the company out of her living room, showing women any size and any age that they could look cute in anything. She worked hard on making sure that women felt good in their own skin and looked cute while doing it. She spent many of her years going to market working with vendors to curate clothing that fit everyday mom, wife, sister, friend. She has created the perfect gene that does not gap in the back, all the while being a mom and a wife and dealing with the things behind the scenes that we could never imagine. She spent years busting her butt to make not only her business successful, but also her personal life a success. Sadly, two years ago, things started to change and she couldn't figure out what was going on. She dealt with the death of her dad and then the start of her divorce. She had worked so hard for everyone and the person she was supposed to trust betrayed her and left her financially drained. Everything she worked hard for is gone. So the time has come to rally the community she has so graciously created to help our girl out. That community is you and me. She loves Jesus, her son, and her internet friends. She would literally give anyone the shirt off her back. Anything helps and know that she would be forever grateful for the help, love, and prayers. Again, thank you so much for your help. A few hours later, the GoFundMe amount was changed to $111,000. The title stayed the same, and the organizer of the fundraiser was changed not to be the defendant, but to be one of her friends. And then a few hours later, the amount was still $111,000. The organizer was still her friend, but the description changed. And so this time the description says, my name is defendant's friend, and I humbly come to you with a request for help. Our friend defendant is going through an extremely contentious divorce. Defendant and her child face the possibility of losing their home. The divorce was filed as soon as he recognized the equity. She asked her husband a million times if this was his plan and he always said no. She was blindsided. Defendant has worked every day of her life and has lovingly provided a comfortable environment for her family that required nothing of him for the last eight years. Her dream house was finally built April 1st, 2020. Defendant had saved the last 11 years and was able to attain this goal with the help of like-minded women who shopped her size-inclusive clothing business. It was always defendant's plan to create a haven where other women had a safe place to come when they needed or just a place to get away from it all. Defendant came from nothing, and it is baffling to me that the legal system does not support those who have rightfully earned. Has defendant impacted your life in even the smallest way? I know she has on mine. Just think, a $100 donation from a 1,000 people, and we can do this. Many have asked how they can help. There is power in numbers, girls, and any amount is appreciated. 
appreciate it. Thank you. Then a few hours later, the amount stayed $111,000. The title changed to four defendants, just her name. And then the description changed a little bit. This description says, my name is defendant's friend. And I put this together for our friend defendant. She is going through an extremely contentious divorce and you all have asked how you can help them with legal fees. So we created this account. Defendant has worked hard every day of her life and has lovingly provided a comfortable environment for her family that required nothing of him for the last eight years. Her dream house was finally built April 1st, 2020. Defendant had saved the last 11 years and was able to attain this goal with the help of like-minded women who shopped her size inclusive clothing business. It has always been defendant's plan to create a haven where other other women had a safe place to come when they needed or just a place to get away from it all. Defendant came from nothing and it is baffling to me that the legal system does not support those who have rightfully earned. Has defendant impacted your life in even the smallest way? I know she has on mine. And then at the end, It says, we know there are far greater issues in the world and we all recognize that, but you all have asked how you can help. There is power in numbers and any amount is appreciated. And that appears to be the last change that was made to the defendant's GoFundMe. The defendant shared the GoFundMe on her Instagram stories and on TikTok. She also shared it on Facebook. And between those platforms, there was a lot of commentary on the defendant's actual social media profiles. One of the commenters said on Facebook, I don't understand this. She is on her second cruise in like 60 days, has a trip to Europe booked. Her kid is in a private school, shops every day for Gucci, drives a brand new car, etc. Why would you fund this? So many people in the world have real financial problems. Someone responds to her and says, someone made this as a kind gesture, not the defendant herself. Defendant is no stranger to hard work and sacrifices. And I assure you, she is making some as we speak. If you do not agree, that's okay. Scroll on, but don't be ugly to the nice lady just trying to be helpful and thoughtful. Then that other person commented and said, the original GoFundMe had the defendant herself as the organizer. And then other people join in and attack this woman who made the original comment. When's the last time you saw a defendant shopping for Gucci? And even if she was, so be it. She is in an awful place. He gets her earnings and stole all her hard-earned money, not to mention mentally and emotionally jacked up her and her son's brain for how long? If you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Not much here to get. And then someone else responds, amen. Apparently she doesn't know our defendant's name. Someone else says to this person who commented originally, all of her travels are business expenses, including trips to Europe. She works as much as she'd love and appreciate a true vacation right now. She is hustling. And yes, her kid is in private school, which she is trying to maintain to keep at least a tiny bit of normalcy for her son. And I applaud her for that. None of this is his fault. And I haven't seen any Gucci trips lately. However, I've seen her Gucci stolen from her. Maybe you're forgetting. If you were on her live last night, you've seen how many people were begging her to set up a GoFundMe because people want to help. And this is the safest way to protect that money that can help her. Take your snide remarks and leave unless you've done your research with love. That person commented and said, I suggest you do your research, which is pretty interesting because These people that are commenting and attacking this person for questioning this GoFundMe have not done any research of their own. They are only listening to what the defendant is saying. And the defendant has been spreading lies for over a year at this point. And so by saying you should do your research, perhaps this person might want to take her own advice. Another person comments, if you don't want to donate, just scroll past this post. It's simple. So, so far in these comments, these people are repeating the defendant's narrative that her husband stole her money, 
and that she is in this awful situation and that he has caused all this damage to her and her husband. And so without the defendant showing any proof whatsoever, these people believe her and are repeating this narrative to this person who is questioning why she's having a GoFundMe. Someone else says to this person, go mind your own business. If everyone has a huge, generous heart like her, the world would be a much better place. She has helped so many people and I know firsthand. Someone else says, you clearly don't follow her closely. Her husband basically swindled all of her money away. Her designer items were stolen. She's supporting that freeloader and herself now while he's still trying to suck her dry, building her business back from the bottom, all while trying to keep her son on somewhat of a normal routine. So yes, she has a couple luxuries, but I really wouldn't consider a private school a luxury. It's putting your child's needs before your own. Kindness is free, babe. Being rude causes wrinkles and gives you an angry heart. And someone says, amen. And someone else says, I really doubt you were in any place to judge anyone. Her car, she ordered it two years ago. These cruises are part of her business. I know other boutiques that do the very same thing. The list can go on. If there's ever a time you should fall in a bad situation, I pray you don't have anyone be ugly and judgmental to you. Defendant has supported many people in her life. Yes, supported financially, emotionally, spiritually, and mentally. Sadly, these people were working with her soon-to-be ex-husband and bleeding her dry. I suggest you do your research before you spread ugliness. I hope you learn grace and be less judgmental. Not everything is always what it seems, including the material things you are speaking of. So this person is repeating the false and defamatory narrative about H&I as well. Someone comments on her TikTok and says, do not give this woman money. She is on a cruise right now and asking for your hard-earned money because she drove her business into the ground. Someone else comments and says, I don't understand how you are wasting money at the casino on food massages, multiple cruises, but yet have a GoFundMe and a Walmart wish list. Make it make sense. Someone else responded and said, funny, people who blindly follow someone who clearly puts them down all the time is weird to me. Don't forget, if you live in a three-bedroom, two-bathroom house, your fearless leader, boss babe, thinks you're poor, but not poor enough that she won't take your money for a GoFundMe. And then someone comments and says, funny how people with fake profiles have the most to say. And then the defendant responds and says, but did you donate yet? You kind of did considering all the money you spent at defendant's company, LOL. And here she is referring to this person as if they were me. This was not me because she says all the money that you spent. And as previously stated, I spent a small fortune with the defendant. And so she is referencing that here. Someone else comments and says, this is disgusting. People, please wake up. This defendant is on her second cruise in the last 30 days, constantly getting a spray tan and nails done, buying Gucci sweaters and Tory Burch bags, sending her son to a private school, renting a house that was listed for $420,000 last year, driving a new car, eating out almost every night, getting Botox, considering income less than $100,000 to be poor, looking for million-dollar homes, talking about taking a trip to Europe, need I go on. And then someone responds and says, tell me you're obsessed with the defendant without telling me. Such a waste of time and effort. Just think what all you could accomplish if you steered your life away from being an envious, petty, angry person. You might want to try doing your own car in your own lane for a while. Might be amazing the places you might go. Or continue being a Karen on the internet, but please do it elsewhere. We don't value the opinions of anonymous trolls who might also be serial extortionists. So again, this person who posted that comment is referring to the person who said, this is disgusting, please wake up, as if it were me. Because a serial extortionist is something that this follower has called me pretty often. That person was also not me. As a reminder, I did not even have social media at this point in time. My social media was shut down for almost two years. So all of this is transpiring and her followers are alleging that these people commenting negatively are me and none of them were me. 
but they believe the defendant's narrative that anyone who has anything negative to say whatsoever to the defendant has to only be me or now her husband and H, I suppose. Then a few days later, on April the 18th of 2022, the defendant makes the following live video. The defendant makes this live video from the cruise that she is currently on. He counterfiled while we were in California. And then December 2nd, he sent a text message to his attorney saying, like, I want to do anything I can to fix this. But I didn't see that text message till December 13th. And I asked him, why didn't you tell me that? It's like he had it there just to sit there. Isn't this all the stuff we need to be actually writing down? down? Yeah. <laughs> no. But there's no reason to counterfile. Like, we didn't get a fight. He said the reason that he, uh, that he wanted a divorce is because I was accusing him of doing stuff. And then he put him on his witness list. And I'm like, oh, my God. So really what it was was I'm too far into this and I can't get out and you're catching on too much. So I got to go. So let me wait till the house over appraises and order like five or six appraisals on the house. And then I'm going to tap out. So we're about to see. So he was getting ready to leave you. And that's why he was trying to get your money. I believe so. He told my kid he's been trying to leave since before we built the house. But I got approved for the house by myself. So I don't know why he wouldn't just let me get it by myself, except for, I guess the same reason he told me our business finally had to file a loss with the IRS, which we never got to do before that. I was paying like 200 grand a year in taxes, even though I kept saying like, this ain't right. This ain't right. Why did he say he was recording you? Um, oh, he said, because I accused him. But mind you, remember, I never accused him. Right, Krista? Did I accuse him or did I ask him, why is this happening? And so I would respond back, like, I'm not accusing you. I'm saying, why are all these weird things happening? Why is all my jewelry missing? Why is my Yerman missing? Why is my Gucci stuff missing? Why is my Tory Burch stuff missing? I'm missing 30 pair of Miller flats. Why is that? Why are you letting people that work on my car that you don't trust? Why are you offering to change the oil in my Denali when I have a warranty? That doesn't make any sense. Why did the cops rip apart my car exactly where you said you were putting the oil in my car to find that beeping noise? Like that officer literally took, after Crystal filed her lawsuit, he had no response. Like he didn't care at all. He wouldn't help me figure it it's out. It was so weird. Like, it was so weird. He had nothing to do all day long, but he wouldn't like look up anything. He wouldn't help me find anything out. The lawsuit was filed in November. He didn't print the website posts till May. That did not make any sense. We would tell him that he has the ability to look up things because he's a software engineer and he knows how to create programs and all of this stuff. And he would just say, I'm not a hacker. What was the purpose of spying on you or listening to you? What did he gain? I think to figure out how much I knew. And once I knew so much, the, the biggest turning point to me was after our conversation in the bathroom that night. When you were like, you can't turn it around. He got so mad at and said she was never allowed at our house again. And she didn't do anything wrong. She's literally been the best friend ever. But he said, she's never allowed at our house again. You were talking all night. I'm like, we weren't talking anything. She was telling me, you can't take him out of this situation. There's no way this situation happens without him involved. He did not like that. He got paranoid, she knew. So his paranoia made him more and more unstable. We're about to have box day in a couple of days. And hopefully after box day, well, no, because I still have box day. Plus I have 15. If I do the same thing I did on box day, if I do the same thing I did on box day, plus where we are right now in the month, I still have half the month. Oh my God, I can slow down. Because right now, if we did box day tomorrow and I did the same exact thing, we'll end where we ended last month. That's y'all. Thank you. That's them. 
Yeah, we bid the same thing. So we went from eight grand. Okay, so to be very transparent with you, my best month ever was 505K in revenue. My store went down to 8K in revenue in January. That's how bad it got. Then we went up to 55 to 87. Remember, I, I will never lie to you guys. That doesn't mean I get to take that money home. It means that's what the revenue for the store was. So from eight to 55 to 87. And we, if we do the same thing on box day right now that we did last month, we'll be right at that 87 right now. We're right at 80 right now. And that means I still have the rest of the month to make up the rest. And we still have lots of things to show you. Oh my God, lots of things to show you. Girl, if I say it, I'm, I'm gonna have proof of it somewhere. Would you ever go on a show like Dr. Phil? So the first time ever came over to talk about all this stuff going on she said you need to tell dr phil and i said absolutely not i do not want to make a spectacle of this i didn't know what was going on either though so i didn't know the extent this is before they were on his witness list before any of that now i probably would only because i want somebody to tell me how to to get out of this mess you know how do i get away from them how do i hold them accountable because i don't think that they're ever going to stop talking about me on the internet because they're not going to get caught so but also i don't give a that they do because that is so gross like they can't even come up with new material it's all like you're crazy you're unraveling i'm definitely spiraling guys here we go <laughs> but remember when i made that video online and i was like you're right i am spiraling that was to the trolls that had nothing to do with my dad when will this madness be over i don't know as soon as i pay for court recap would be helpful uh there's nothing really to recap if I could play the police video, there'd be no question about what happened. The police video shows all the things. I told you this comeback would be real. I've been such a shopping slacker, not ready for Hunger Games being back. I know. I am praying I'm going to get my house back. The more y'all shop, the more I can get my house back. So, and I'm pouring every bit back into that. It's So in the beginning of this clip, she's rehashing that her husband said they're getting a divorce because she was accusing him. And she is saying now that she didn't accuse him. She was just asking him to make sense of everything. And she is, by the way, on this cruise with her friend who was trying to convince her that her husband was involved in all of this. And eventually that upset her husband. And he said that she was no longer allowed at her house. So she's on the cruise with that person. And then she rehashes the narrative about why would he put us on her witness list? We've already covered this. It makes complete logical sense that he would put us on the witness list if she was accusing him of colluding with us so that we could testify under oath that that is not the case. So she also says something interesting among some other things that she has repeated before. She is saying that her husband wasn't helping her and they were asking him to write some computer program or something in order to help them. And then her friend says, but then he would just say, I'm not a hacker. And so I'm not really sure what they're talking about there, but it sounds like they were asking him if he could hack into something and find some sort of information and he declined. And so I just think that's a really interesting comment that her friend was making, because why would that be his response to what they were asking him to do? And someone says that he was spying on her to figure out how much they knew. And that just shows that her followers following right along and believing this narrative that he was spying on her. That's why there were holes in the attic and that he was getting paranoid and that they knew everything. And so that is why he was escalating, according to the defendant. She talks about her specific revenue numbers. 
Mind you, this GoFundMe is still active and going on. And she is talking about how she had revenue of $87,000 last month. She is already at $80,000 this month and that she is going to have box day or she has the rest of the month to make it up or something like that, giving specific revenue numbers. And so once again, she is actively in her GoFundMe while talking about having sold $87,000 worth of product just this month alone and is saying that, hey, the more you guys shop, the more I can get my house back. And so once again, she is using defamation for profit. She also brings up that story about talking to Dr. Phil and that a friend of hers said, you should really go on Dr. Phil. And she didn't want to at first. She didn't want to make a spectacle, but now she is considering it because It's like, we're never going to get caught. And the thing is, the defendant has claimed to have all of this proof for a long time now. And so she has said this before that we're never going to get caught. But she has also told her followers that she has been working with all kinds of law enforcement about all of this. And so it's just another contradictory statement. And once again, she wouldn't be able to go on anyone else's platform and tell this story without whoever that is or whatever entity that is facing legal action as well, as she has been proven in a court in a unanimous jury verdict to be lying about all of this. No, I haven't hired a private investigator. I am the private investigator because it's really hard to get your business back to normal. This is why it's hard because my business involves me talking to y'all about my life every day. I don't run a store where you like go there to see what new arrivals are there every day. I talk about my life and you guys like my outfit and I link it and there's enough people that like my outfit every day that provide me a, a nice living, okay? I don't have a job where like, it's like, oh, the new arrivals of the week are XYZ. Y'all are not interested in that and I get it. So when I couldn't talk about my life, I didn't make any money. Now I'm back to the point where I can talk about my life and so now I'm making better money again. They, He thought he could keep me in this little bubble of misery and then I wouldn't talk about my life anymore. So I think it's pissing him off now that I'm happy as and I'm like, eat my marshmallow. We didn't get any marshmallow fluff. Yeah. Eat my marshmallow fluff, just, you know, offering to make him a sandwich. So I don't think it's making him very happy. But, like, he can tell me mean things about me all day long, and it doesn't change anything. I don't believe any of those mean things you say. Because I know better. The police video of, yes, from, which, funny, um, whoever the troll was, was on Reddit passing out the link to the police video. So... That's so weird to me that you'd pass out the link. She's like, I got gold status because so many people asked me for the police video link. Like, how did you get that link to be passing it out anywhere? Also, if everybody, you know, if these imaginary people hated my guts, why wasn't that leaked somewhere public? Hmm. So wild, huh? Again, you're going to have to talk to a logical jury and tell them this stuff because we going all the way, sis. Can you say why they sued you? Because I told you all this stuff I'm talking about right now, which I don't stop talking about because it's all true. Can you say why they sued you? Uh, Don't you think if I was getting sued for a million dollars and I was making up any part of it, I'd shut up? I'll wait. (laughs) Am I trying to get the Bartonville house back? Mm. I hope we do get it back, but please bring professionals in to make sure there's no more cameras. We are absolutely going to do that. It's just very expensive. Can you say in a nutshell why they sued you? Because I told you all what happened. They're suing me for defamation, but in order for it to be defamation, it has to be untrue. And there has to be some damages. There ain't no damages, and it's not untrue. Everything I've said is what happened to me. It was my experience. Uh, I didn't do anything to defame them because I promise you I didn't. 
with me to the police station, asked them if she could get in trouble for violating her non-disclosure. She said that there were specific things that only she had told Crystal, and she had said that she was had her mom sleeping in her bed every night because she was so scared of Crystal every night. She said that she was terrified of Crystal. That, it's all on tape. Yeah, it's all on tape, too. I'm not making none of it up. No words. I don't add no adjectives or descriptive words or anything. And then a couple weeks later, she joins her lawsuit, so... They sued you because you're talking on the internet, yes. And right now they're trying to get me to stop, but the thing is, like, you can't try to take from that pot of gold and then, like, try to tell me to not talk. Like, that's how, same thing with, like, don't tell me not to say anything whenever you're, you made money off me talking to people on the internet. The money you're fighting me over, I made by telling people my life story, not because I told them about a new shirt. Y'all shop here because you care about what happens in my daily life, not because if I have a new pair of pants on or not. You don't give a about that and I appreciate that honestly because I ain't trying to talk about clothes every day she also ran my credit a million times so I filed a complaint with the mortgage uh how gross she was but then he also said how gross was how gross crystal was how was a bad human and all this stuff so how did they get the police video I don't know and that's so crazy I never gave you guys the police video how is she commenting on your private website I don't know what you mean where are the trolls posting uh so like troll sites yeah they'll like email me sometimes or send messages from fake accounts like they sent me a message the other day and was like just so you know we're still posting about you it's not private <laughs> oh <laughs> don't scare me <laughs> god how you um, read that sentence back to yourself sis we're still posting about you and i'm still laughing So in the beginning of this clip, she starts out by saying, no, I haven't hired a private investigator. I am the private investigator. And I do believe that she believes that because in her sworn deposition, she said multiple times that she investigated herself. And so someone here is asking, hey, do you have a private investigator? And she's saying, no, of course not. Why would I? I'm, I've done the investigation. Unfortunately, any investigation that the defendant has done is not admissible in a court of law. Additionally, she also turned over no evidence. So she also says that her business and how she makes money is talking about her life every day and you can't take from that pot of gold and then want her to stop talking because that's how she makes her money. Once again, there are plenty of other ways for people to make money on the internet without defaming people. But also in her sworn deposition, she said that the only way that she actually makes money is when people buy her products. She also says that someone on Reddit was passing out a link to the police video and saying that they got gold status for that. And to my knowledge, that has never happened. The police video is not accessible online. You would have to file an open records request with the police department to get that video. And so I have never seen any evidence of that being leaked online at all. And so she's just lying at that point because, to my knowledge, that has never happened. She also makes a comment and says, you're going to have to talk to a logical jury because we're going all the way. And honestly, when I saw that in the footage, I was excited about that because I couldn't wait to get to that point because nothing that the defendant has said has made any sort of logical sense, nor does she have any proof of anything because she's lying. And so I couldn't wait to get in front of that jury. She says, don't you think if I was being sued for a million dollars and I was making any of this up, I would shut up? Yes. Yes, I would think that. A lot of people would think that. And she's talking about having to make all of this money 
and how she's not going to shut up. But once again, if she would have just stopped talking, she wouldn't need all of that money to pay those attorneys. But absolutely, one would think if she was lying that she would have stopped. She was lying and she still has not stopped. It is mind blowing. So someone asks, why are they suing you? And someone else responds for defamation. And so she's elaborating that we're suing her for defamation, but for it to be defamation, it has to not be true. And everything she says is true. In her sworn deposition, she had just admitted that she had no facts to base any of her allegations on. So once again, she cannot claim that it's all true and produce no evidence. She talks about H at the police station again, and she had lied to H. She admitted on body cam footage to lying to H that she had IP addresses that traced back to me. That is the only reason H ever went to that police department and talked to those officers and said any of the things that she said. And then she said, and a couple weeks later, she joined her lawsuit. And it wasn't a couple weeks later. It was about six months later, I want to say, that H joined the lawsuit. And once again, the only reason that I filed a lawsuit, the only reason was to get her to stop. That was it. And she didn't. And so we're here. And then she also makes the comment that someone had messaged her recently and said, we're still posting about you and that it's private. And that, once again, doesn't make any sense. So if it's just me and H and her husband and his best friend, why would we have a private forum? just to talk to ourselves back and forth. That doesn't make any sense. So once again, she's poking holes in her own narrative here. I keep all that. And then one day I'll find somebody who will say, you know what, we will do the forensic side of the the IP address searching thing for you. And then everything, the lid blown off everything. So, and the thing is the statute of limitations never runs out if they get those. What was on the police video? The police video showed her stating that she was scared of crystal and that um that things that she had told were only things that nobody would know other than her after i left she asked if she could get in trouble for violating her non-disclosure agreement with my company and the officer told her yes but she had said for a week that the prior the, the whole week she had said that she was so scared of crystal that her mom was sleeping in her bed every night and that um I made her take a shower so I could procrastinate some more so I don't have to start my timeline. It's like exhausting to sit here and have to go through the timeline of like a trauma, you know, a traumatic situation. And once you write it down, like it, it is what it is, you know, you can't change it. So we're about to sit down and write everything out and I don't want to. Oh God. I'm like, can we just do it Friday? Can we just do it tomorrow? But nope. Gotta do it. So it's okay. You gotta give people something to follow. People like the attorneys and stuff, you know? Because they're like, you have all this information, but how do you put it all together? So nice to be able to like talk to you about it because in doing so, people have come out of the woodworks and been like, hey, I was dating around that time and this is the stuff he was saying, which goes right along with what I thought. I just never heard somebody else say like, he said living with y'all was horrible and you were crazy and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my God, I thought that, but he'd only told me nice things, which goes right along with the whole, he had his own account on the troll blogs because he showed y'all his phone on Instagram. And then of course our fellow troll pointed out that he, that's the thing, like they're all, they're all helping her. But at the same time, everything that they do, she points out that they're wrong. Like, you know, she pointed out that he had his own account on that website and 
all that stuff. It's, it's, I mean, I'm glad they still like write and message and say stuff because it tells me what direction they're going to go to. So today we were listening to like videos from earlier this year of like my ex-husband freaking out and stuff and saying crazy stuff. And it's like, it all fits part of the puzzle, you know, but one of the girls messaged me and she, and she was and the stuff that she said, like lined up with what I thought. I just didn't have any like proof, I guess something I knew in my head, but you don't have, like, you know that this is the case, but you don't have, like, any solid piece, and then they have, like, text messages and stuff like that, or conversations that they've had that just make it all line up, and you're just like, oh my god, it's crazy. It sucks, but also it makes you feel very validated. Okay, I'll save this life. What, what's the, what's their defense? Like, what, say I say everything that I say, what's the opposite, what's the refute to that, you know? Like, what's the alternative? There's nothing you can say. Like, it's not a matter of, like, I mean, I just wish, I wish I knew what the refute was because it would make me feel like some of the stuff that I thought was happening wasn't true, to be honest with you. But like I've always said, if there is any refute to any of this, it'll be the first time me or my kid or anybody I know have heard it. So I guess I have to wait for court. To it just sucks that you, so they always say like what you know and what you can prove are two different things. But like I said, the more I talk about it, the more people come out of the woodworks and say stuff like, oh, I was there when this happened, or I heard, I had a conversation, here's a text message, or, and now people are starting to come forward and say like, hey, I knew this was going on and I'm sorry I didn't tell you, but X, Y, Z. And I don't fault people for that, but also, just freaking tell me. So, it is what it is. It's crazy, though. Man, you think, like, this cannot possibly happen to one person. And it is. And what are y'all going to get out of it at the end of it? You're still going to be broke, still going to be paying attention. So stupid. So I would like to point out that the defendant is on this cruise and she is once again talking about this timeline that she is supposed to be creating. This is not the same cruise that she was just on a few weeks prior also talking about making her timeline. So I just want to make sure that that's clear because it might be a little bit confusing. Someone comments and says that she should keep the message that a troll messaged her and said that they were still talking about her. And she says, oh, yes, she has it. And obviously that was never turned over in this lawsuit. So I've never seen that message. Then she says, and one day she'll find someone who will do the forensic side and the IP addresses. So she has already lied to H and told her that she had these IP addresses. And she has been lying to her followers saying that she had all of this proof. But here she's admitting that she doesn't have any forensic data and she doesn't have any IP addresses. And so she makes a comment and says, there's no statute of limitations on that, as if that's supposed to scare any of us at all. We didn't do these things. And so once again, I was never worried about any sort of criminal action because I knew that I hadn't done anything. My issue is the people in my community and in my life believing her. That's the problem. Then she says she's not really sure if people were sharing this police video link. And so once again, she's contradicting herself in the same live video here. She says, once again, she's talking about making her timeline. No timeline was ever turned over at all. And if she was working on evidence, she had an obligation to turn that over. So it's unclear if she actually ever finished this timeline or if she did any work on it at all but nothing was ever turned over. And then she makes a comment and says she's so glad that she has been telling everyone everything. In other videos, she says over and over again, 
about how she really just wished that she could tell everybody what was going on and she couldn't get on the internet. And here she is saying that she's been telling everyone everything. And so it's a constant contradiction. Then she's talking about her family member that lived with her that had the account on Gomi. And she's saying it doesn't make any sense because they're all helping her, meaning me, but she's pointing out on the troll blogs that he had the account. And so, no, that doesn't make any sense. It's almost as if I wasn't actually posting on these troll blogs, because if I was and her family member was helping me, why would I point that out? It doesn't make any sense at all. And so that's just another conclusion that she's trying to draw to prove her point, And it doesn't. She also says that she is going to save this video. And so she has also said that she never wanted to make a spectacle out of this, but she often will get on a video wait for people to join, say that she's waiting for people to join. And now she's saving this video so that more people can see it. She wants the attention and she wants the views. She says again, what you know and what you can prove are two different things. So this is a narrative that she is setting up. And then she says that people have come out of the woodworks and said, here's a text message and this matches up with this. And again, I've never seen any of that. And nothing like that was ever turned over. Then she ends this clip by saying, what are you going to get out of it at the end? You're still going to be broke and paying attention. And what I wanted out of this lawsuit was for her to stop. That is what I wanted. And she still hasn't. I definitely have the receipts. So you have to write that down too. And it's just like, who has to read through all this? I wish I could just walk in there and be like, you need to understand there's nothing I'm going to lie about. Zero things. You can a lie detector test. You can hook me up to whatever you want. You can ask for any receipt. I'll provide it. There's zero things. Like I, there's nothing. I don't care how bad it makes me look. I don't care anything. I have no, there's no face to save. I don't give a Once you have it written down, you'll never have to do it again. I know, God, it's just so bad. And like, once you write it down, it makes it real, you know? It makes it like, like, did this many people really get involved for what? Like, couldn't you have just walked away? Like, why didn't you just go? Why didn't, why did you let it go so far? Like, I literally thought I was going to jump off a bridge because I thought I was going crazy. Somebody's got to be repeating everything in my house on the internet. Turns out... I know, I feel like I'm exhausted now and I haven't even started writing it down. I mean, I have started writing it down. It's 18 pages so far. It just makes you want to throw up. Uh, if you can do all the research, save money on legal fees. Oh, sister, I feel like I've spent so much on that. Like, it all makes sense. You can't untruth it. They'll just bring up your past and all you've been through. There's no making me look crazy, though. That's the thing. Like, I've always told the truth no matter what, even if it makes me look bad. So to make someone look crazy would mean to make up something that they've done. And I, there's nothing you can make up. If you ask me if I've done something, I'll tell you. I don't care. I have no, like, there's zero things in the world I will admit. Nothing. I have no reason to never, I don't want to save face. I don't, I've done nothing to worth saving face over. In all these videos, you hear him say stuff like, there she goes, just, you know, stalking people. Like, boy, mm -mm. I don't call you, I don't text you, I don't drive to your house. You wish. Sorry. Better call. I ain't the one. Don't worry. I'll stop saying your name eventually. When did it all go missing? I mean, I really started noticing it when I went to take my business attorney some money, and that money went up, went missing. That was the that was a huge red flag. And then the bigger red flag was when he took all the stuff off the shelf in the office, but didn't take the stuff from the cabinets. So if you're cleaning out the office to get it ready to sell, why didn't you take anything off the out of the cabinets? You only took it off the shelves. And the other thing is, I used to not say any of this stuff out loud because I thought if you have a case, you're not... Like on TV, they show you like court and then they show you like 
how somebody like whips out a piece of evidence at court and it blows everyone away. No, in court you have to talk about all this evidence way before you yep. get to trial. So here we are. Each attorney gets to review the other person's. Exactly. And I don't know what the hell his attorney's gonna tell him. First of all, putting those two girls on your witness list was a dumb idea. So, but he, I can only think that he did that because he didn't tell his attorney the truth about what happened. Because mm -hmm. you know, if he told his attorney the truth of what happened, his attorney would have said, absolutely do not put them on your witness list. Mm -hmm. But nope, he did. And that sealed his fate. That shut the door for me for life. I have no further questions, Your Honor. Why are they on his witness list? They are suing him for a million dollars as well. She starts out this clip by saying she definitely has the receipts. Once again, now is the time to turn over all evidence, any facts, any proof that you have now would be the time. So she keeps saying this to her internet followers, but not actually turning over anything. So she also said there's nothing that she will lie about and she would take a lie detector test. Within her own sworn deposition, she contradicted herself and contradicted herself versus what she had said on social media. So on display under oath, she was lying. And here, when she gets in front of her internet followers, of course, she changes her story and says that she never lies about anything. She said so far, she has written down 18 pages of this timeline. On the last cruise, I want to say she said maybe it was seven pages, but regardless, no pages have ever been turned over. Someone said at court, they would just bring up her past and try to make her look crazy. And she said, there's no making me look crazy. Also on this video, she is addressing someone that she is accused of having a relationship with her husband. And she keeps mentioning this person by name. And she says, don't worry, I'll stop saying your name eventually. And I just want to bring that up because this is what she does. It's very customary. She does it all of the time. And then she will turn around and say she's never said anything mean about anyone on the internet, which is mind-blowing. And it's also mind-blowing that her customers don't pick up on that and her followers don't pick up on that because they literally watch her do that and then support her and say, oh, you would never do that. And so it's just a little bit mind-blowing to me. She says that court is not like on TV and that all of the evidence has to be presented beforehand. And so since that's the case, here we are, and she's just going to talk about it. She ends this by saying, putting those two girls on his witness list sealed his fate. And that was a really dumb profanity idea. And she then says to her friend, oh, well, he probably lied to his attorney, and that's why they were put on there, because if he would have told his attorney the truth, his attorney would have said, absolutely do not put those girls on the witness list. In reality, he probably told his attorney what exactly was going on, and his attorney said, okay, well, those are the first two people that we need on this list, so that we can ask them under oath if they are communicating with you in any way, shape, or form knowing that we would say no, because none of that is true. In addition to being on her second cruise in 30 days and trying to put together her timeline for this case, she is also, with her GoFundMe, trying to raise money to stay in her home. And she claims that she is fighting back for what is rightfully hers. And she has also recently started accusing her husband and alleging that if anything ever happens to her, that her husband did it or had it done and that she would never, ever hurt herself. She loves her life, which is an interesting contrast because she also talks about how she had thoughts of self-harm. And now she's saying that she would never do that and that it would be her husband. And so once again, depending on the day, her narrative changes as all of these things are happening in and around the defendant. And the trial is upcoming. Our depositions are upcoming. Her divorce is now well into proceedings. She's had her deposition, admitted that she had no facts, no evidence. She's desperately posting and trying to get people to help her with forensics people and FBI and cybersecurity. 
And she is getting more and more desperate by the day. And I believe that is what is causing the drastic escalation in her behavior. And unfortunately, we have not reached the peak yet. Next time on False and Defamatory. I've been exhausted for probably a year with the live videos, the posts, the Instagram stories, constantly all of the time. And let me tell you, there ain't no settling there, baby girl. We're going all the way to trial. So that's what we're going to do. I had already told my attorneys, do not come to me with a settlement proposal. I will not be settling this case. Not at this point, not after all of this defamation. Then on May the 4th of 2022, the defendant's current counsel files a motion to withdraw. As you can probably predict, our depositions are about to be rescheduled again. Start screen recording because I'm about to run my mouth. There are now 456 false and defamatory statements that we have requested that the defendant retract. 456 false and defamatory statements. So she is complaining about her legal fees when she alone is the source of her legal fees and why they are so high. Met with the new attorneys today and I feel so comfortable and I feel so much like somebody's finally gonna help me. Her third attorney is asking for a continuance in the case. At this point, these delays have become detrimental to plaintiff as they are delaying justice and are allowing the onslaught of defamatory statements to continue. Granting this motion would reward defendants' behavior and delay tactics. So I had like the same business attorney as my divorce attorney, and he said that it was a conflict of interest because why would it be a conflict of interest though? If it's your business and your divorce, so why would it be a conflict? I don't know. In reality, she was told in February of 2022 that her attorney couldn't represent her in a divorce and in this defamation case because via the marriage, her husband was part of the defamation lawsuit. So an attorney couldn't represent her against her husband in a divorce and for her husband in a defamation case. He doesn't want to um, let me have a different business journey until he can sit down with them and find out details about the defamation case. Why would you need to know details about the defamation case? Unless you wanted to know how involved you were in it? Her husband is being sued via the marriage and via the business that he is part owner of. And so it would make logical sense that her husband would want to know what was going on in the defamation case, but she tries to twist it and make it sound like it's super nefarious that he would even want to know. But just how much am I supposed to take? That's what I want to know. Who can tell me that answer? Like, when does it stop? Like, I have no money left. Like, I had $331,000 in my bank account, and I got like $1,500 in the bank. So trolls have fun talking about that. Don't worry, I'm going to get it back from you hoes in the end. Bet that. The False and Defamatory podcast is hosted, edited, and produced by me, Crystal Wrighton, with music by Harry B. Ragsdale, who also serves as my audio engineer. First and foremost, I would like to thank my guests who generously shared their time and insight with us. I would also like to thank my husband, my mom, my children, 
my therapist, my attorneys, and trusted friends who walked with me through this process and made this podcast possible. Being able to finally speak the truth is incredibly healing, and I appreciate you listening more than I could accurately express. If you would like to continue receiving my latest episodes and stay up to date with my content, please subscribe to the False and Defamatory podcast on your preferred podcast platform and follow False and Defamatory on social media with the handle at False and Defamatory. Links to False and Defamatory social media as well as my blog can be found in the episode notes and on falseanddefamatory.com. Listening to the False and Defamatory podcast is free on most platforms. However, if you prefer a video podcast or would like to see the documents discussed in the podcast shown on screen, you can subscribe to my Patreon where you will enjoy these benefits as well as early access, bonus content, and ad-free listening. The defendant spread her false and defamatory claims to hundreds of thousands of followers for more than two years. My goal is to share the truth so it can reach each person who heard her lies. By sharing this podcast, you can help me achieve that goal. Your support means everything to me and helps me reach a wider audience. So please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with those you think would benefit from it. Thank you again for sharing and for listening. All social media posts referenced in this podcast were included in the evidence in case number 096-321-678-20 in the 96th District Court of Tarrant County, Texas, where the jury unanimously ruled in my favor on August 24, 2022. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the False and Defamatory podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by the guests are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the view of the False and Defamatory podcast or Crystal Wrighton. Please do not make any attempts to reach out to the defendant or her followers. Names have been redacted to protect the privacy of the defendant and her army of followers who commented on her public posts. The unanimous jury verdict has not only provided me with justice, but also allows me to share my story. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth and to provide educational content regarding defamation and social media. If you have any questions about this or to view the documents discussed in this episode, please visit falseanddefamatory.com.